Welcome to Imperfection in Progress, a podcast for ambitious women who are people pleasers, perfectionists, or procrastinators. Want to feel less stress and more joy in your life? Then this is for you. I'm your host, Don Calvinisti. On today's episode, we're hearing from Jenny Bittner, a self-made multi-six-figure fempreneur who, after a spiritual awakening, is now dedicated to helping driven women shift the currency of success from how much money they're making to how much life they're living. Redefining wealth from hustle to healthy. Jenny shares how we, as women, often don't celebrate our accomplishments for fear of judgment from others. I love her take on perfectionism and the way we can put other women up on pedestals, creating unrealistic expectations for both the other person and for ourselves. Jenny shares her story of how she and her husband prioritized freedom as the most valuable asset for their family and how they have lived that out to this point. I know you'll love the energy and enthusiasm Jenny brings. Here's our conversation. I want to welcome Jenny today onto the podcast. And this is somebody that I'm super excited about sharing with you, our listeners, because she's had a really interesting journey that I think a lot of women can relate to no matter where you are in life. And I think some of the things that we're going to talk about today, right away, it's just going to resonate with you and you're going to feel like, oh, okay, I'm not the only one. I'm not the only one feeling this or experiencing this or wondering if this is normal. But I would love, Jenny, if you can just introduce a bit about yourself and who you are and how you've gotten to where you are today. Sure. I mean, oh gosh, I feel like it's such a loaded question. It's like, where does one begin? <laughs> Are we going through path A, B, C, D? My name is Jenny Bitter. So yes, thank you very much for having me on your podcast. I'm really excited to be here. So I actually identify as the queen of the house. So it's a nice new pronoun that I like to take on. And this has really been through the just through the journey that I've been through from being a a mom, a wife, a multi-business owner, holding it all, learning the art of receiving, learning how to really hold all these moving pieces, manage the house, the finances, everyone's health appointments, dentist appointments. There's just so much that goes into really running the role of running this empire and, you know, kind of ruling your queendom here. And so my journey has been maybe a little bit more unique and unconventional. I retired my husband. Well, we both decided to retire my husband from his corporate job seven years ago, six years ago, when I had started my own business, we were both working corporate and working crazy wild hours. And I got pregnant with our first daughter and I decided, you know what, I, this is it. I want to be home with her. I want us to be home with her. And I started my own business and in network marketing, grew it, scaled it and was able to retire myself from corporate when she was born. And then at seven months old, we brought my husband home as well. And we decided we worked so hard to build this beautiful life and to create this foundation. And it was that time where we just thought for the big home and the fancy cars and the fancy vacations we go on and the nice shoes and purses and everything else. Like now that we have this child, we realize the importance of time freedom. We realize the importance of just freedom in general. And so when we both came home, we decided, Hey, my business isn't, there's no, it's nowhere near replacing both of our incomes, but we were willing to sell it all to trade in everything we had worked hard to accumulate from a materialistic standpoint 
just to be home and to live this new life of freedom. And so we both quit our jobs. We burned the ships. I went all in with my company. He became a stay at home dad. And here we are six years later and we've moved to Mexico. We have two, two girls now and, and I'm still running my empire and he's ruling the kingdom in his ways. And we've had a lot of life in between, but definitely had made that decision from early on that the life of freedom was our most prized possession of all. I love that you talked a little bit about how you switched some of the roles. And I think that's one thing I hear about from women is if they're pursuing a dream and they really want that freedom, but what does that mean? Is dad going to have to take care of the kids? Maybe that's not his thing. I'm not sure if I want to be the one supporting us. And that comes up a lot as sometimes the thing that holds women back from actually going for it. And so can you tell us a little bit about what that felt like to have those discussions around roles within the family? Absolutely. My husband and I both busted our butts working. And we, so we, when we got married, we decided to wait a little bit till we had kids. So I feel like we had kids a little bit later in life for the reason that we wanted to set up this foundation. And we definitely were workaholics. So it's not even like my husband's just some lazy guy. just wanted to kick up his feet. I'm like, being any stay-at-home parent is <laughs> like the most consuming, I think, job in the world. My husband wanted to just own that. He was like, this is a dream to be able to stay home. Like his parents owned their own businesses when he was little and he was really raised by his grandparents. And he just said the thought that I could raise my children, my goodness, how we always say it's Dave and Dave's daddy daycare. He is an adventure junkie. He takes them on adventures. He's fun, but he also hits that point where he's like, I, 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 I need a timeout. Like I need a timeout. So when we got to Mexico, we actually got a full-time nanny. So we now have a full-time nanny that is here to help with everything in the house from cooking, cleaning the kids. And then Dave has started his own little venture and I work and all these good things, but we're still home. We're still home as this family unit. And sometimes when the nanny's here, we'll still take the kids out. And um, we still have a heavy involvement from the, but from the beginning days, when we were trying to look at what would this role look like at that time, my business was thriving and it just made sense. And I'm an action taker. I am incredibly ambitious. I'm an activator. So I put ideas into action right away and I get things done and I make magic happen. And my husband didn't sit long as a stay-at-home dad. It was about six months into him being at home when he decided to buy a racetrack. So we owned a motor speedway for three years <laughs> from 2018 to 2020. So the 2018, 2019, 2020 season, we actually operated a motor speedway, a racetrack. That was a massive undertaking, but he still did that while still being the full-time parent for Paisley, our oldest. She would have been about two years old at that time. And so when it came down to these roles and what does this look like, how he provided was in the foundation, in taking care of everything, taking care of the baby, the just the environment that allowed me to work 
whenever I needed to. There was no question if I had to go to a conference, fly somewhere, be working a 16 hour day, there was just no questions. That's how he provided. He provided a space for me to just work. And those were the early days when my business was just launching and growing and scaling. And I was new to entrepreneurship and I had to learn a lot. I had to learn a lot about myself, how to lead energetics, all of that. I had to learn so many things about business ownership that I was working a heck of a lot longer than I have to now that I know everything that I know. And I also know myself at such a deep level that the time I need to invest in my businesses at this point, I've really collapsed time around that because of all the work that I've done in the last seven years. Regular accountability increases your chance of success by over 90%. That's why I created the Imperfection in Progress VIP membership to help women move out of the three Ps and into a more relaxed, simpler, and joyful life. We have live monthly coaching calls that are also recorded and put into the membership area. One call with me and the other with a guest expert. We cover everything from physical health, movement, nutrition, sleep, to mental and emotional health, stress, anxiety, negative thoughts. We cover personal growth with topics like self-worth, confidence, happiness, hard conversations, boundaries, and self-talk. I love to help women put themselves on their own to-do list without guilt. This membership could be the perfect gift to you from you. Are you ready to move into your best life yet? What are you waiting for? Our Imperfection in Progress VIP membership is only $37 per month or $370 for a year. That's two months free. This is the lowest investment you'll ever find coaching for. Ready to become an Imperfection in Progress VIP member? go to pursueprogress.com forward slash imperfection in progress membership, or click the link in the show notes. Now back to our episode. The main thing I think that I focus on throughout the podcast is the fact that women are often either people pleasers or perfectionists or procrastinators. And I know in your journey, you definitely dealt with some of that. So can you Mm -hmm. share with us a little bit about maybe what you discovered about yourself and how you dealt with any one or all, whatever you would like of those three? Okay. Well, I mean, if I think if I'm looking at the people pleasing side of things, I mean, in business, it can be challenging for women to move forward and to make their mark and their stand and talk about their accomplishments and be openly celebratory of their own accomplishments without the fear of what others might think about them and what others might judge about them. And we are conditioned to often lead with our troubles, challenges, our vulnerability in an effort to seek the validation that comes with us being so open. And what I believe really needs to shift is us being more open and comfortable sharing our accomplishments, which for people pleasers is not a very humble feeling. And so along the way, there was a heck of a lot of people pleasing that I did. And a lot of it came to, in my network marketing world, it was my leaders. It was my team. How do I make them happy 
so that they want to show up and they want to be part of this journey with me. And so there was things, there was boundaries that I would not put in place because of fear of people not being happy with me. I believe an avenue of people pleasing is also putting people on pedestals and looking at others who have gone before us as being some sort of magical unicorn. And we put them on this pedestal like they must be perfect. So the perfectionism isn't even always something we're putting on ourselves. It's actually a lens and a perception we have of other individuals and that we believe they're perfect and that they have it all. And look at they've gone. They're making this much money. They're doing what they're doing. They're holding it all there. And in reality, they aren't, which is why I be- truly believe with social media, we do have to have those moments of vulnerability, not in an effort to seek validation, but in an effort to face the sides of us that are human as much as the sides of us that are celebrating our successes and being abundantly grateful for the things that we've accomplished so that we can normalize women being powerful in their roles while also normalizing that we're holding both of those. Not to say that we have to lead with the fact that, hi, I'm a human. Just remember that I'm a human. People know that. People know we're all human. But I just believe we have to start to dismantle these pedestals we've put other women on. And the problem with that, the big problem with that is that if we know we've been put on a pedestal, if we know that there's people that are really looking up to us, we start to put on this mask of if they know I'm human oh my goodness, I'm going to lose followers. If they know that I've messed up, if they know I'm not perfect, if they know that I don't know it all, then maybe they won't want to follow me anymore. And then that's where I believe that perfectionism comes from, right? It's either people have already put us on a pedestal. So we have this pressure to be something perfect when that is impossible, or it's that we are vying to be put on a pedestal for the validation. So we don't want to be looked at as anything but perfect. And this is the problem because we all are human and we all are imperfect and we're working on those things. But in the midst of working on the things, it's about celebrating who we are and what we've become and that we don't have to please others and make others comfortable by not celebrating ourselves. That is that is the journey right now. Like that is that is the mission. <laughs> I've been watching it for years and I love seeing how authentic and how you reveal some of the struggles you're going through and just the vulnerability that you're really willing to share. And I think you're right. As women, when we can see like, I don't need to be perfect because she's not perfect and yet she's successful. She seems to love her life. Things are going well. That's a huge, I think, just opportunity that you've given to women to be able to see inside your life. And it's not that you're pouring out like garbage all over the place. You're just sharing. This is, this is the reality. This is what I'm experiencing. How do you feel as you're doing that? I've often wondered as I've read a post from you or something that you're talking about that's going on in life, how are you feeling as you share those kind of things out just relating to women? I feel that the way that I connect with women is through the vulnerability and through being so relatable right it's through i feel that when i can call that forward and be a vision and not i shouldn't say vision but be a be an example be an example of what it looks like to be on the flip side right so what does it look like to be able to hold these incredible highs 
as well as be able to hold what may come with those incredible highs. And there may be this perception that once I get to this certain point, I'm going to be so happy. Once I get to this point, I'm going to have it all. Once I get to this point, once I make this much money, everything will be solved. Once I make this much money, I won't have problems anymore, but you will. You just have different problems, new problems, right? And so I think there's this perception that like we have to have this certain mindset at a certain level and, you know, everything, everything is energy, everything, our thoughts, our energy, our action is energy, our connections with other people is energy. And the way that I connect in the best way possible is through really being honest about my entire journey. And I don't talk about my struggles often when I'm going through them. I talk about a lesson, something I have been through and what that felt like, looked like, what it was like to experience that. And then what was the lesson that I took from that? How did I grow on the other side of that? And a lot of women will see themselves in the lesson at this moment. I can so relate to this. I can so, I know exactly what you're talking about. I know exactly how that feels. And so that initial connection for me to be able to grow with a future business partner or my next student in my academy, I personally, I like to connect first. I like to relate and know from a deep level that I see you, I feel you, I hear you, I appreciate you. Let's now let's get into action. I think women so often don't feel seen, heard and appreciated. And so in my world, in my space, that's like the first thing that I want you to feel, to experience is being seen, heard and appreciated for just being you and then let's get to work. (laughs) So I have a absolute blend of my masculine energies are very dominating in the sense of I love to work. I'm ambitious. I'm a doer. I'm an action taker. I'm a planner. I like systems. I like structures. And then my feminine side, I really like to dip into and lean into my intuition. I like to take aligned action where things I actually go based on the feeling. I'm producing peace of mind wealth where the energy behind the things that I'm doing is very present and I intuitively make a lot of my decisions. That is the compass of my shift. It's definitely a beautiful blend and I love teaching women how to be able to put themselves into that place so that they can create peace of mind wealth as well. Just to wrap things up, I would love to hear from you. What is one thing that you're really loving right now? It can be about life. It can be a thing or whatever you'd like. And what is one thing that you're not loving right now? I think what I'm loving right now is the life we've, re- we've created. I love being able to look around. We live in an oceanfront condo right now and looking at that ocean and this, we, did, we have this beautiful end-to-end view of the ocean, just direct ocean. And waking up to that every morning and feeling the infinite source of energy that pours off of this ocean at night through our bedroom windows, we leave the screens open. And whenever I look at that, I know that I manifested this. I know that this was a vision of mine for so long. And to know that we've created a life where freedom is the sweet spot. We have created this life and that brings me so much joy that my girls can grow up 
learning Spanish and being in a new environment in a different environment. It's so cool to me. What I'm not loving right now is probably the incredible humidity in Mexico. <laughs> it's hot, really, really hot. <laughs> but I did make a choice to live in Mexico. So that kind of comes with the territory. Thank you so much, Jenny, for being a part of the podcast and for sharing some of your journey and the things that you see as, I think, hopeful things for women, things that women can really dig into and be proud of. And I think that's part of what I love in your own journey and in what you do with women is just allowing them to be recognized for who they are and what they have to offer and what they bring to the table and that it's okay to be proud of that and to hold that up as something to be honored. Absolutely. More power to the queens out there. (laughs) Thanks again for joining us. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to today's show. If you found value in what you heard, please share it with a friend and rate and review us on whatever platform you listen on. It really helps get us out to other women who could benefit from listening. Check out our show notes for details from the show and to connect with me or our guests. Want to continue the conversation? my website is pursueprogress.com or DM me at Pursue Progress with Dawn on Instagram. Until next week, pursue progress no matter how imperfectly. Mm-hmm.